Hi, this is the Liberal Sherpa Podcast, and I'm your host, Kathy Rue. I received the name Liberal Sherpa from a guy named Tucker Carlson. He's a conservative. I don't know if you've seen him or not. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily liberal or non-liberal. I would just say that live and let live, you know, uh, the John Lennon lifestyle. Borders, who needs them? Um, you can see it my way. I can see it your way. All that good stuff. I think I just quoted the Beatles. But you know what? On this podcast, we bring people from all walks of life, usually conservatives, who let me know why I'm wrong, why I'm right. We talk about the issues. We talk about what's going on. I don't know if they'll change my mind. I don't know if I'll change theirs. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for conversation. And we gladly accept your questions, always, because that's what life's about. Talking, getting to know each other. And welcome to the Liberal Sherpa Podcast. On today's podcast, I'm going to um, be talking to uh, an old friend that I met in the green room at uh, Fox News, maybe, I think two years ago, I'll have to dig up the photo, but I think it's back in um, 2018, and he's the founder of Blue Lives Matter New York City, and people nowadays, it's either Black Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter, and I'm just like, okay, let's do Blue Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter. Uh, so Joseph Imperatrice is the founder of Blue Lives Matter NYC, and he's here to explain a video that I just saw, and it's been circulating a lot around uh, the social media. I guess I saw it on Twitter, and it's another shooting, and uh, the whole theme of police brutality has been going around to the point that I am now on a weekly show uh, called crossing the line in which I take questions from from everyone. Everyone, doesn't matter what side you're on. There's a fence, it doesn't matter. There's no fence, it doesn't matter. You're on it, you're next to it, you're on the right, you're on the left. Ask the questions and I will ask the NYPD the questions that are on your mind. And I had a big question about this video I saw and I decided to ask Joseph today and uh, please listen to it, hear what Joseph has to say and maybe you'll ask some questions and we'll answer them on Friday on Crossing the Line. And it's not part of this podcast. It's all together going to be on Twitter, on my Twitter handle, at Aru Kathy, A-R-E-U-C-A-T-H-Y. So please listen to this video. It's a, it's a little, well, it's very disturbing. And then I'll have Joseph explain, Joseph Imperatrice, Officer uh, Sergeant uh, Imperatrice, explain what's going on as Marvin Gaye would say, what's going on? It was a deadly shooting in Gardena tonight. L.A. County Sheriff's deputies kill a private security guard, and we were there as the young man's family rushed to the scene and got into a confrontation with deputies. This crime scene is tense tonight, and CBS 2's Leslie Marine is there. Leslie. Well, Pat, I will tell you, sheriff's detectives tell us at least one deputy fired his gun, hit that security guard in the upper torso. They tell us this happened after the private security guard brought out his weapon. Now, behind me, this has been a very tense situation. The family telling us they do not believe that narrative. And you can see all night, family members have been out here trying to demand answers from sheriff's deputies. Hey, 
It was a tense scene as a security guard's family showed up quickly facing off with sheriff's deputies and demanding answers about what happened to their loved one. Family and an auto shop employee gave us this photo of the security guard. They say his name is Andres Guardado. Tonight, family described him as a hardworking young man going to school with two security jobs. They say he had been working at the auto shop for some time as a guard and just like any other day, came to work today. But an employee at the freeway auto shop told us tonight Gordado was patrolling the front of the shop when police showed up. He says officers drew their guns and then the shooting happened. He is furious police shot the young man. We had a security guard that was um, that was out front because we've just had certain issues with people tagging and stuff like that. And then um, the police came up and uh, they they pulled their guns on him and he ran because he was he was scared and they shot they shot and killed him. But he's got a clean background and everything. Um, there's no, I mean, there's no, there's no reason. Tonight, detectives held a press conference saying just before 6 p.m., they rolled up to the freeway auto body shop near Redondo and Figueroa in Gardena just before 6 p.m. The sheriff's department says that's when they saw a man with a gun. He ran, and that's when deputies shot. Tonight, detectives say they don't believe the security guard was wearing a uniform. Well, back out here live, it has been a very emotional and raw night for these family members as well as uh, the detectives that have been holding this line all night. At this point, uh, family and witnesses we spoke to do tell us that um, they did never did see that security guard pull out a gun, although detectives say there was a gun found here at the scene. Uh, we also know that Body Shop is equipped with video cameras. Detectives also tell us they have not seen that video tonight and Sheriff Villanueva was also here on scene. As for now it's been a tense night in Gardena. This family tells me that they simply just want answers. Reporting live Leslie Manning, CBS 2 News. Okay so as you heard uh, that was from CBS local on the scene and yeah we want answers to those questions and I figured asking an NYPD officer, I think it's New York's finest, um, to help us figure out what's going on. Uh, defund the police is a big hashtag. Uh, police brutality is a hashtag. Uh, Black Lives Matter, we all know, big hashtag, big movement. So um, let me get him on the phone. Let's figure out what's going on. Calling Joseph, the founder of Blue Lives Matter, NYPD. Joseph. Hello. Hey, what's up? Is this Joseph? What's going on? Is this yes, Joseph Imperatrice from Blue Lives Matter, NYPD, New York City? Yes, it is. Are you exhausted? Always. <laughs> did you Did you work last night? Yes, I did. How many hours? Uh, another nine or ten. Nine or ten. How many hours yep. are you sleeping? Probably about four. Wow. Oh, by the way, you're being recorded. It's illegal for me not to tell you that. Don't arrest it's me. Perfectly, perfectly okay. <laughs> I think it's like, I think you could arrest me. Come arrest me. I'm exhausted. Is there like free... So far away, I can't pay a visit. Is there like free food and like, can you sleep like eight hours in prison? Like how... 
Is it nice? Prison life nowadays, if, if they even hold you in, is actually pretty good. Free food. I think I heard they were giving away tablets and uh, tablets. You know, they're, they're all yeah, they're all for the uh, the bad guys nowadays. So a lot of the quality of life inside the jail is probably better than the people breaking their butts every day. Uh, really? Trying to make a living. Yeah. Okay. What kind of tablets? What are we talking about? Um, I heard they were trying to give them like uh, iPads and things like that to pass the time, especially during COVID. I think video games and uh, so- people getting out of jail are supposed to get tickets to events and. You know, you break the law and you get rewarded nowadays. So that's what uh, Wait. that's what the city of New York is doing. Wait, this is awesome. Do I get to like, I can binge on um, like Breaking Bad on Netflix and find out how to make blue meth? Yeah, pretty much. All, all in the comfort of your own jail cell. And okay, so it's not exactly private, but do I get eight hours? You have 24 hours, seven days a week to do whatever you want. I can sleep? Yep, sleep, go outside, do recreation, you can get three or four meals, you can take some classes, put it towards a college degree. You know, jail nowadays is, uh, it's the up and up, it's the thing all the cool kids do. Oh my God, with all the unemployment, you're telling me I can commit a crime and go to jail and, and have free shelter and free food? Yeah, but that, that's if they even hold you in, because the majority of people, especially with the New York State Bell Reform Law, are just being let back out on the street, so you kind of have to be one of the special ones to be uh, given any of those perks. Oh, no. So I have to commit, like, a lot of murders and do horrible things. Yeah, anything short of murder. You know what I mean? Anything short of that, uh, you know, the, in the eyes of New York State, you're, you're pretty much an angel. Huh. How about drugs? You know, we always hear about, like, drug possession. People are in jail for 30 years. Do, is that still a thing? Like no, no, no one's no one's going away for drug dealing. No one's going away for drug use. Uh, oh. You know they have programs which they tell you to show up to, and you don't have to. And there's no uh, no no penalization for it. Oh no! I hear you have a little prisoner there. Oh yeah, it's my little guy. <laughs> you know, in between daddy duties and work, uh, I'm, I'm seeing him. Oh, so. so so you're human, and um, you got your own little guy there to take care of. So you're nonstop working. Yeah, it's been rough ever since the. Uh, the, the COVID-19 incident, and then on top of that, the riots and the uh, protests. It's been pretty rough for the last uh, three or four weeks. Uh, but it's starting to come to, I guess, I don't want to say a close, but calming down a little bit in some sense. Well, I just, um, just, I, just trying to find some normalcy. I was so happy. I was, I was going to tell you today, I was so happy to find out that I have not seen New York in the news, and you don't have any more, like, shootings or looting, and everything's nice and calm. Yeah, that's, that's what everyone would think, but uh, yeah. the real story is behind the scenes, um, New York City is probably averaging anywhere between 8 and 15 shootings per day. Um, we saw, what was it last week, I think, almost 30 individuals shot in New York City. We haven't seen these numbers in decades, but the media is not reporting on it. Why? Because it's not a police-involved shooting you know, where, where an officer, primarily a white officer, is involved. Um, it is primarily, and these are facts, these aren't just me coming out and making things up, they're mainly minority on minority or black on black crime, uh, black on black shootings. Um, many of them are in the wind. Detectives are really going above and beyond trying to look at surveillance video and try to get the bad guys off the street. But it, it is, it's a war zone in New York City, but by the looks of CNN and MSNBC and certain news outlets, they're not going to come out. They're going to make you think that everything is, uh, you know, Copenhagen and it's not. Why? Why, why, why? Why, why two weeks ago was it mayhem? Are the, are the rioters gone? Is everyone just... No, there's, there's, still, there's still, you know what it is? Protesters and rioters are two different things. So the riots, for the most part, are under control. You're not really seeing people break into stores and loot like they were. You are seeing small groups pop up around the city, um, marching in the streets, just being pains in the butts for the most part. Um, but but they're not, it's not like it was a few weeks back. Uh, 
none of the politicians. You don't see Corey Johnson. You don't see uh, Jumani Williams. You're not seeing Eric Adams, all New York politicians. You're not really hearing from the mayor or even the governor talking about how these shootings are out of control no. and how we need more officers. No. Um, it's funny because even in Seattle, we all saw what's going on with their little Chaz streets and we're taking our streets back and they took over a police precinct and all this stuff, right? They're all set up there. Well, the, the, the smart people, the really smart people wanted 50% of the police department to get defunded. Well, they didn't get 50%, but they got 5%. And 5% added up to $20 million that's being taken away from police departments in Seattle. Not just one, but all of them. Now, you know, we spoke about this briefly earlier. Many people complain and right away it's, oh, we need more training. We need, need our officers for more training and sensitivity and all this, all this nonsense, right? Well, the number one thing that gets cut is the training. So you're taking away $20 million that doesn't just go towards equipment and, um, you know, restructure and infrastructure, but it goes towards the training that officers would have gotten that these people that are picketing and yelling and screaming are calling for. So it's pretty much an oxymoron. Well, we want more training, but we're taking away the money that funds the training. So there's a lot that people are not seeing, not not listening, and, um, you know, not hearing about, which, which is not, not fair to anybody. So uh, defunding the police means letting you have um, the weapons and everything, but actually taking away the training on how to use them? Is that yes, pretty much, and, and, and all different. It, it can go towards uh, interactions where police and neighborhoods there might be funding to where they work with the community. It can go with new equipment, not just vests or um, psychology, you know, the, like psychology class. It could be anything, yes, yeah. it, it could be any of that. It could be just um, refresher training, it could be uh, you know, to make sure that, that there's new vehicles, it, it could be anything small to large, um, which is being taken away. and this isn't, people need to understand this isn't all unicorns and rainbows to where crime is at an all time low where nobody is committing crimes. We're actually at the point where crimes are the highest they've been in decades. Decades. So normally police officers are added, normally police programs are added, um, anti crime measures are put into place, whether it be foot patrol or specialized units, and those are all being taken away. So anything that defies common sense and logic is thrown out the window. Um, it doesn't make any sense. It's not making anyone safer. And uh, many of these neighborhoods are going to be, be at, a, at a loss of words when, when they see just how bad it's going to get because it's just the beginning. But you're defunded, which is what counts. Oh, yeah. And in, in the eyes of these politicians, because it's election year and, and, and they want to try to make it seem how bad and out of control things are, that they're causing it. Um, the, the Democratic Party is causing all the problems that we see. Hey, and this isn't one side. This you're isn't, neutral. This isn't, I, I normally am. But, but when it comes to especially my city and seeing that I have to worry about my brothers and sisters um, from all different backgrounds, all religions and beliefs are, are being put in harm's way. But more importantly, the neighborhoods that we patrol, the people that we love, uh, the, the places we want to make a difference. This is all happening because the majority of Democratic leaders and, and you know, you could see it, it's all factual in New York City, especially um, they have an agenda. This is not to keep their constituents safe. Um, it's just just an agenda driven um, ideology. And it's not fair to anybody. Well, I've seen I mean, I know Joseph Borelli, councilman from Staten Island. And uh, my Facebook picture is me rolling my eyes when he talks. Uh, when we're on TV together, because he's totally Republican, and I, I roll my eyes because sometimes he drives me insane. But he's he's so great, and he um, he protects the city. He's a New Yorker through and through, and he he's defending the NYPD and against all odds. I mean, people are attacking him like crazy. On- yeah, Joe's probably Joe's Joe's a good friend of mine. He's a great person, just a great oh. politician in general, and. Uh, 
you know, I ended up sharing one of his tweets. And he's 100 percent right that here we are. I thought where he was just not crazy. One bullet, not one bullet has been fired from an NYPD officer um, since all this mayhem with over 100 shootings. But yet we want to defund the police. Does that make any sense? We're defunding police departments that keep you safe. But yet not one bullet was fired in the direction of any individual. who's 100 bad people that probably shouldn't even be on the street. I'm going to say out of those 100 people, I'm going to put my money on it that more than 80 to 90 percent of those individuals have rap sheets, if not all 100 percent, that people would shake their head and be like, why the hell is this individual even out in, in, in society? Rap sheet, is that lingo? I mean, we've heard it. Like, so I've... a rap sheet is pretty much your history of how many times you've been arrested and what it's for. And you guys actually say that. That's like, yep. a, that's like a thing. And it, so then I see AOC got re-election, reelected and um, she's all about defund the police. But she's, um, is, she, is she, I'm sorry, Bronx or Queens? What was she, Queens? Uh, yeah, I believe she was Queens, if I'm correct. And uh, But her no, office is no... empty, right? Isn't her office empty? She's nowhere to be found ever. I, I don't understand how she even got as many votes as she did. I think if it wasn't because she was cute and petite, she probably would not be uh, getting those votes. And if she wasn't some Twitter sensation, um, but it just defies logic. Once again, how we see certain politicians that are literally destroying different parts of America getting reelected. It's, it's defying it's, it's defying logic. That's and and, and, and what's, what's happening is just all the training that officers have been given, they're following the exact training, even all over the instance that we've been seeing everywhere. We, you know, e- e- even saw in, in, in Georgia, for instance, they, they officers out there, that's a justified shooting. And now two guys are, you know, worried about murder. Um, and I think there's another, you know, Kathy, where, where was that incident that uh, we were speaking about earlier? Of that, oh, of that young yeah, that's what I want to ask you if you had heard about it and you were sweet enough to look it up because um, on the other side of the country, uh, which... Um, oh, by the way, you know, I'm, I'm just a New Yorker through and through and it just drives, and I never side with Borelli. So I hope no one b- thinks I'm siding with Borelli. Uh, but Borelli, by all means, is just standing by you guys and, and they're beating him up and he's standing, standing by the NYPD because any of us who have lived there for any amount of time, uh, we know, we know our NYPD takes care of us and, uh, yeah, right. Little pumpkin. I hear little pumpkin in the background. <laughs> Um, but there was some footage on Rockaway Beach, but we could talk about that because on Friday we're doing Crossing the Line, which is, it's your show. I'm so lucky I'm invited for the third time and you're taking, um, people's questions that I'm collecting. So thank you. Thank you so much because we're all seeing the videos on people's iPhones and, um, you know, everyone's like, well, if the police are doing it right, why is this happening? Why is this happening? So I tell them, send me a question. I'll ask. Yeah. I'll ask. I don't know. I don't work for the police. I, I know, I know, you know, I, I know my NYPD and I know what they've done for me, but I, I, you know, let me ask. Yeah. Daddy's a great, daddy's great. Uh, so, so, so with, with the incident with Los Angeles, for instance, okay. Right? Okay. Let me tell you, let me tell you what they said. Okay. This was, this was tweeted out. And then you tell me, you tell me, um, this is what was tweeted out from California. So let's not just talk NYPD. This was tweeted out by celebrities in California. They, this is, this is it. It starts like this. They shot him seven times in the back as he ran away. He was working as a security guard at an auto body shop. Police pulled their guns on him and he ran because he was rightfully terrified. He was 18. Andres Guardado, and his photo is of this beautiful, gorgeous, uh, I would say 14, 15-ish innocent child uh, who was shot down by the LAPD, 
And uh, family members of Andres, uh, I'm sorry, Jurgado, Jurgado, the security guard fatally shot by an uh, LASD um, deputy in Gardena, Gardena today was 18. And um, I'll play, I'll play, uh, or I played the the footage um, from CBS on the shooting. You read about it. So how do you tell me that this innocent, angelic Andres was shot 17 times in the back and that's okay? What happened? Well, the, the, that- the celebrities need to stick to their day jobs because nobody was there, number one. Number two is this is a, a typical cliche situation where an individual just like Michael Brown from... Uh, you know, where was it, uh, Missouri or St. Louis or Ferguson, Missouri? You know, you, you see their high school graduation confirmation pictures of, of when they're nice, sweet, and innocent from years prior, and they don't show the actual state of mind or the actual individual um, year to date. So with everything going on, we saw Mr. Floyd, right? We, we saw what's, what's going on all over the place with Atlanta, Georgia. No cop in their right mind is going to intentionally try to put them in front of a camera for no reason, knowing that this is one of the biggest anti-police sentiments ever. Now, I looked into it a little bit further, and he was supposedly working. But yet another you know, investigation shows that normally when you work, you would have some kind of uniform, right? You need something to decipher you being security or whatever the case may be. Well, this person wasn't in any attire, so that's one thing. So... Right out, right there, it kind of raises your eyebrows to be like, okay, if he was working, then what kind of clothing was he there for police to even think he was a bad guy? Second, he was armed with a firearm. He had a gun, which no one's speaking of. No, it so doesn't say that. The it, article it is, doesn't it is say very, that. It is very off the wall to come out and say that a bunch of police officers just stopped the vehicle, saw a Hispanic male, and just decided to take their guns out like the Wild Wild West and just shoot at an in, innocent 18-year-old beautiful boy just running away because he's scared from the police officers. That's a completely full statement. Um, for people to even say that that weren't there, for celebrities, they should stick to their day jobs and let the no, investigation No, but she has, a bl- she has a blue check mark next to her name, so Twitter... Oh, that, that must show that everything that that individual says that is nothing but accurate. Right, right. Um, Twitter verified her. Twitter said that so, she... So now, now yes. with this anti-police sentiment, this is what you're going to see. You're going to see Monday Night Quarterbacking. Um, you saw the individual NASCAR... Bubba, right? Everyone, I think it was completely disgusting that NASCAR had this individual who was a black heritage shit in his car while all of the NASCAR, you know, racers and employees and, you know, Speedway guys pushed his car because he's better than everyone, all because a quote unquote noose was found in, in his stall or whatever the case may be. But yet the FBI jumped right into action and determined from legitimate video footage that we're in June of 2020. The noose, you know, so-called noose or, or, or the rope was around the door handle since October of 2019, and it may even been there even before that. So it, it's all people are going to do whatever they can to play the race card, show that, you know, white police officers are, are the devil. It's getting out of hand, and, and people need to take a step back. We're in 2020. We shouldn't be going backwards and start thinking, how the hell did we get here, and how do we get back on the right track? So what's the deal with uh, the Los Angeles sweet little angelic 14 um, Completely Andres? Completely false statement everyone's saying. Uh, the people that aren't even law enforcement who are not conducting investigations, completely false. And of course the family's going to come out and you're going to see them in the video going up to the police and starting havoc and oh my goodness, how, how is it possible that this individual did this? Listen, as an active you know, sergeant, when I was a police officer, we came in, into you know contact with a lot of young kids and we firsthand saw that kids graffiti and selling drugs, 
carrying weapons, getting into fights. And uh, the first thing mom would do when she showed up is, nope, there's no way that my son son or daughter did this. And no, there was, because I saw it firsthand. I saw the, the, the cuts that you know he or she gave to somebody or the stitches they caused or the damage to a window that they did. So, you know, people cannot, cannot believe, you know, every single thing that they're seeing in the media. It is, uh, I, I, I mean, your biggest fans right there, but, but okay. To follow up, there's a lot of blue check marks that say, according, this is, this is, we're going back to the LA incident. According to the manager, the police, you ready? Broke all the cameras and took the DVR. A DVR? You got the, there's still DVRs nowadays? Okay, and took the DVR, which they pulled a warrant for after the fact. Well, you know, and then like I said, this is going to go back to the anti-police sentiment that people are going to sway and lie about everything going on. Police officers nowadays, with everything going on that we've seen in the last month, are going to do everything. Not that they didn't before, because they always have, but they're going to do it even more by the book. So everyone is going to come out with these false statements and make it seem like these cops are coming in like vigilantes, and that's not the case. And they're going to paint whatever picture possible to try to sway the jury, you know, for for, for all these individuals that have been career criminals. Just like with Mr. Floyd, everyone came out and said, oh, he was an upstanding citizen. Well, we found out a week or two later that he had nine prior arrests and stints in and out of jail, and he wasn't the most upstanding citizens so i will put money on it that uh that, that this individual you know that was killed in la probably wasn't the best person either and the question is is why at 18 years old would this person carry a firearm to do security outside of an auto zone or an auto body place that doesn't make any sense whatsoever <laughs> it's why would somebody need a firearm outside of a place like that at 18 years old it's just it doesn't make sense okay so um well with the floyd like you said floyd murder that was murder caught on caught on you know there's no disputing that uh th- whether he was amazing or not amazing as a person sure and, and i right. think everyone will agree that the way the officers acted during that situation there's nothing there's no condoning that nobody agrees with it and i think the world for the first time ever was in, in compare you know in agreement complete agreement with that um but, but, uh, but, but, but what like that, what's happening if afterwards right now is the big debate. What's happening, and, and this is why, okay, I encourage everyone to send in questions because that's it. I'm going to stop it now. Everything you've said, I want people to send in questions. Um, it's at Aru Kathy on Twitter or to you, uh, to your handle, so we can find you, uh, Blue Lives Matter NYC, right, uh, on yep. Twitter. Yep. And, and, and send questions in for our show Crossing the Line on Friday. Where we, uh, I, I do my best as a journalist, you know, liberal Sherpa, but I love my NYPD. I love my police. And we, everyone gets to ask questions and ask why, what's, what's happening in these videos? Is this allowed? Why is this allowed? What is happening? And if you're telling me 15 people are getting shot a day in New York and 15 years ago, how many would have gotten shot? On a, a regular day? Not 15 years. In, in, the last, in, in the last year or two, we weren't experiencing There There were days that people weren't even getting shot in New York City. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going back to the days of the 70s and 80s where it's just completely out of hand. And politicians in New York City will come out and say, no, that's not true. But these, these are facts. This is what we're going through. And, and this is what we're up against. And this is, and it, it worked, we, everyone worked so hard to get those graf- the graffiti off those subways and, make, and put yep. Disney on Times Square and make it a place where tourists can come with children and walk around and, and enjoy New York pizza, you know, and just walk around that city and own it. And it, this, the park is so beautiful. And you're telling me a few years ago, no one was shot. And yesterday, 15 people were shot. 
Yeah, I'm not going to say that there was no shootings ever in New York City, but they they weren't as uh, out of control like they are now. It's it's bad. It's probably the worst it's been in my 15 years as an officer. That's Joseph. That's not good. You've been working 15 years, and this is the worst time so far. Yep, by far. What do you think? It, as a dad with that little 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 uh, fan of yours right there, what what do you feel for his city? It's it's shameful. It's it's absolutely shameful, and it's gonna you know put people like myself who are much younger to want to go into politics to actually change things to make sure that that right is being done by people of all colors and all beliefs, and that's not what's happening. Uh, these politicians have have really become you wouldn't think it, but more corrupt. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how it's allowed. It seems like you know in the middle of the night people are just passing bills when you know it, it takes months and weeks to sit down and collaborate and. It's, it's complete lawlessness, and uh, it's a shame. Um, you know, as an officer, knowing how many cops have died in the line of duty throughout the years, defending not just New York City, but the entire nation, um, wear, wearing a uniform, doing doing the best job they could, and to have these politicians pretty much spit in their face and their family's face is completely disgraceful. That's all. Okay, so when you run... Um... I'd like to I'd like to run by your side because Cuomo today came out and said that he's not allowing Floridians to go to New York without a 14-day quarantine, which yeah, means so that too. date night's off, you know? He totally blew me off. So <sighs> I'm 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 single again, you know? Cuomo Cuomo doesn't want to go out with um, any Floridians. So if you would like for me to join your campaign, yeah, we, we're going to have to. We're going to have to get people from all different backgrounds with a, a pure heart that really want to make this city great again. And, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time before we just come together and actually do it. Yeah, it's not right or left anymore. It's not the right side, the left side, the Democrats, no, Republicans. We're not, you know what you know we're going to do, too? We're not going to run as, a, as Republicans or Democrats or liberals. We're going to run as New Yorkers. We're going to run because this, we want to make a change. And, and that's how we're going to run. Humans, right? Yep. Kind of just humans. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Crossing the line. Um, people can watch it on our Twitter pages and, uh, I'm going to take questions after this and, uh, hopefully, uh, everyone will tune in on Friday night because, uh, I think ratings have like tripled, right? Yeah, they've done great. You know, crossing the line with myself, uh, you, Dr. Darren Porcher, just great. It's, we're talking about issues that people don't normally see on, on regular media, um, it's pure. It's from different points of views, um, people from different backgrounds, and uh, it's just honest. So, you know, if you're out there and you're listening, tune in. You're going to love it. Uh, yeah, and, and to quote um, uh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, it's not fake news. This is not. Nope. <laughs> these are just three people talking, and there's no big corporation behind us telling us what to say. Correct. So, um, okay, have fun with your big fan right there. And <laughs> Thank I'd, you I'd, very li- much. I'd like to be your vice president if you would allow a female uh, Latina vice president, please. Yeah, you'll be my, uh, my, my co-mayor, my co-chairman. Oh, we're going to be mayor of New York. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like that. Okay, All have right. fun. Th- thank very you. Very good. See you on Friday. Okay, kisses, to, you, kisses to the baby. Bye. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, thanks, everyone, for listening to this uh, special quick edition um so definitely tune in to um crossing the line on friday 7 p.m eastern time on my twitter page or on facebook's uh blue lives matter because uh yeah there's so much going on right now with the police and we're not hearing much about it and coronavirus and so much but the media is so busy comparing old navy masks and h&m masks and i'd like to know what's going on in our cities so thank you so much for tuning in to the Liberal Sherpa podcast. 
Um, again, uh, look for me on um, Revolver Podcast with our sister podcast, Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina and um, and uh, Catalina Conversaciones and oh, go to pressreader.com to subscribe to Catalina. And I see you on Crossing the Line. Ask those questions at Aru Kathy on Twitter. Don't forget. Thank you. Bye.